Welcome to Tricky Fish, a conversation between a millennial daughter and her Gen X dad. Here's your hosts, Rhiannon and Ian. So a life-changing concept that I've been focusing on this year has been embracing main character energy. Are you familiar with that concept? I am not. I saw that you did a TikTok on it. Yes. Okay. So I'll give a basic overview and then I'll explain how it's manifested for me. All right. Fair enough. So I, it's strange to me that I resonate with this explanation so much because I'm not into video games at all, but it is a video game analogy. And it originally comes about comparing NPC energy versus main character. So, you know, in Skyrim where there's that one soldier. Real quick, I think we should let people know NPC I'm, stands for non-player character. I was literally just about to get to that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so... You know, when you're playing Skyrim and there's that one soldier who's like, I used to be in Adventure 2 before I took an arrow to the knee, right? Sure. He was a character that literally everyone interacted with, had the same lines. There was no variance in, in what his role or activities were in the entire like, storyline, right? Right. So NPC, like you said, stands for non-play- non-player character. Which is like the soldier who he is only, like, you interact with him, he gives the same set of answers, he does the same set of motions, there's no real change, there's no, like, creative direction, he just does the same things all the time. Right. And then main character, well, like, you're playing the avatar, you're the main character, the whole world you're in is built for you to explore and manipulate and do whatever you want with, right? Right. So... Because I've worked customer service-based jobs my entire adult life, I have consistently had what I've called NPC energy because I work for a coffee food chain and every single person I talk to, I say, what size, hot or cold, anything else I can get for you today. So it, it's, it's just so repetitive that sometimes I feel like I'm not a real person and I just exist in the background of other people's games and I'm just interacted with i say the same set of responses i do the same thing every day you're like the npc in the starter area and all the the newbies that have just created their characters are coming in to take the same quest that's what it feels like oh my god (laughs) they took a quest that said like speak to barista and purchase a coffee yeah and then you get 10 xp yeah for social interactions after a pandemic and the uh quest reward is a potion that increases your energy for x amount of time (laughs) (laughs) yes i love that but in that vein main character energy is like when you're playing world of warcraft for example if you're not on a pvp server which is player versus player if you're on like a normal server then literally the world is your oyster. Everything there is designed for you to interact with it, figure out how it works, and just enjoy it to the best of your abilities, right? So the more that I was starting to feel the NPC energy, especially because of my job and with COVID locking everything fun down, I started thinking to myself, if I'm going to be an NPC, I'm going to be a Sims NPC. Because you know when you... Like, you can watch YouTube videos of this. You don't even have to actually play. But Sims characters do the weirdest shit. Like, put their baby in the oven. <laughs> uh, some Like, one time a toilet caught on fire. Like, all sorts of crazy stuff happens, right? Right. And so, when you're watching it, you're like, what is this? What is this character doing? What is this Sim doing? And then you're just acknowledging it and just accepting it. Oh, okay. I mean, you put a baby in the oven. That's really not healthy, but 
you live your best life, right? That's the kind of energy I want. I'm like, I want other people to see me because in this delusion, I am identifying as an NPC. So I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to be an NPC, I'm going to be the one that's in the background where other people are like, what is this NPC doing? I so mean, you want to put the, the baby in the oven. I mean, not literally, but metaphorically, yes. <laughs> okay. And... The more I thought about it, the more that I realized that I was just explaining main character energy. I just hadn't gotten to that point yet. I think also real because quick, NPCs you shouldn't. Because don't change anything. They say the same things all the time. They do the same routine thing all the time, which sure. if, if you thrive with that kind of structure and routine, then by all means, I'm so proud of you and happy for you. But I myself cannot. So it's, it's all good. Yeah. And so I started embracing the main character energy and it's been, it's been a weird experience um, to say the least. Okay. So two things. The first thing is I think that the Sim putting the baby in the oven, Mm -hmm. I think that is a serial killer Sim. Yeah. I feel like if you left that alone long enough, that serial killer uh, sim will start branching out to other other sims, yeah. or M- could be much a cannibal. Like actual killers, sure. Or it could just be a cannibal <laughs> and baby the other white meat. <laughs> the second thing, though, is okay. So when you're talking about main character, so you were talking about NPC energy, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, I hate. I like where you're going with this, okay? But people have started using the term NPC to devalue other people. So I feel what, like... What do you mean? Um, well, you go on to like a lot of alt-right uh, forums. And I know this is going to sound weird because I'm like, how, how would you really know this? It's a really good thing that we're not recording this visually because the depths in which I just rolled my eyes, yeah. I'm not sure if the camera would have been able to pick that up. <laughs> okay. Let me be clear, though. I'm not on alt-right forums because I'm alt-right. I think all that is just complete utter shite Mm -hmm. okay but it's one of those things know your enemy Mm -hmm. okay and these are the people that had stormed and attacked the capitol on january 6th yeah so it's like you got to kind of know what they're talking about where where their uh brain is so they use the term npc for anybody who doesn't believe the way they believe so liberals democrats black people what do do they say asian people women it's they're still using it like non-playable character but it's they're applying non-playable character to people they don't agree with or don't like. So as, as I was just saying, it's Democrats, liberals. So it almost sounds like they found a way to, to bring about the whole we're in a simulation theory to, to the right side of it, I guess. I mean, I guess. I don't. That's a, that's a topic for another discussion. I'm just saying that it's, it's used as a means to dehumanize. Okay, well, I'm, I mean, Which as, is a, as they do. Right. So, But I want to be clear that we're not talking about dehumanization of groups no. based on uh, gender or race or political ideology. We're just talking about how it applies to how we approach life. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to be clear. God, that makes me so annoyed. Like, I, I'm, I bet they're mostly white people, aren't they? There are some people who aren't white in there, but there's very few of them. But yeah, I'd say probably 90, 98, 98, 
99% of them are white at least. I'm so annoyed by white people all the time. <laughs> like, I get it. This is why we can't have nice things. Right. And I don't mean to bring this <laughs> as, down. As a, like, as a white person, this is why we can't have nice things. We, God. Anyway. Anyway, so, yeah. So um, I don't, I'm not trying to bring the podcast down. I'm just trying to be clear because there, there's people out there that will, will hear this NPC thing for the first time. But there's people out there that know that how NPC is being used to dehumanize. And so I'm just wanting to make sure that that's out there to differentiate us from yeah. that. And then that's what we're not talking about. We are not, we do not want to dehumanize people for any reason. We are not going to engage in dehumanization for any reason. Um, it's just, I feel like we made that. That's horrible. We made that disclaimer in one of our episodes somewhere. Yes. But, but you could be just hearing us for the first time and, Oh, that's true. These guys are all right because they're, you know, no, we're talking about NPCs. This is such a weird episode no. to come to for the first time. I'm so sorry if this is your first episode. I'm going to hazard to guess that all of our episodes are going to be weird yeah. episodes to be first episodes. Anyway. But anyway. So, NPC and main player character. So, energy. The first day that I really started implementing it, I started thinking to myself that I'm going to get dressed for myself, meaning... Like, you know, when you all use World of Warcraft, because it, it is relevant to my later story, but right. when you're in World of Warcraft and you're first starting out, you're just putting on any armor you can really find, and you're like, okay, this is this suits my need, this is what I got, and then over time, you're upgrading to cooler and better and more aesthetically pleasing armor, right? For the most part. And so I thought to myself, if I am a human that lives in this reality, then my clothes would then be essentially my armor and like to save the same function. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to get dressed today and I'm just going to just get dressed in whatever I feel like wearing, not a specific aesthetic, not a specific look, just whatever I feel like wearing. I ended up wearing my combat boots. Well, my doc Martens, but they're like combat boots. My overalls that I got from hot topic and are super awesome. And then it's a shirt that I got from the thrift store that I, that, Paul thinks was a cheerleading like top because mm -hmm. of the way that it like fits and how it's shaped. Right. And it's like a crop top kind of thing. Gotcha. So it was a long sleeve crop top, baggy, holy overalls and combat boots. And then I had space buns. I felt so cool. I was just walking around living my best life. And before this exercise, I would not have put that outfit together because for one, I'm like weary about crop tops. I'm like weird about my body. I'm always worried about if my look is translating the way that other people do when they get dressed up in cool outfits. And I'm over that now. Main characters don't care. You just put on the armor and that, you just... That you like. Yeah. And that's it. I like it. Yeah. I'm digging it. I'm here for it. And then something else that I've changed to in the same day, I was walking to and from somewhere. And normally when I walk somewhere, I'm just naturally in a rush all the time. And in this day, I was like, you know what? If I was pl playing World of Warcraft, sure, there is the like jogging you do when you discover new areas, but you can also walk. And I did always play night elves or blood elves because, you know, they, they were the most attractive in my opinion. And if I'm going to stare at an ass all day, then it might as well be a hot one. So they were always femme blood elves Fair. and night elves. And I thought about it and I just started. And while I was walking, I slowed myself down. I was like, okay, we're going to slow down for a sec. We're not doing the exploration jogging. And so I did the forward slash walk 
command in my brain and just started walking normally. And now my back doesn't hurt as much. My feet don't hurt as much. And I'm enjoying my life way more because I'm actually paying attention to what I'm seeing versus hurrying and just being in a rush all the time. Okay, wait a minute. So like so- my quality of life has improved because I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stop, do the walk. I'm the main character. This world is for me to explore and figure out what I want to do with it. It's all here for me. I'm going to take my time. Okay, so are you using the forward slash walk as a metaphor in yes. this case? Or are you literally thinking to yourself, forward slash walk? Like you're no, as imagining. a metaphor. Like okay. As a metaphor. <laughs> so you're not, you're not imagining typing that into a keyboard. No, you? I just, I remember, because <laughs> sometimes if I listen to Lady Gaga's album, the one, the one with Poker Face and Just Dance, it mm-hmm. immediately makes me think of the starting area for a hunter blood elf because years and years ago when that album first came out i would just listen to that album on repeat and just Mm -hmm. wander around the forest playing quests and so because i wasn't necessarily trying to get to dungeons or anything particularly down the line i just took my time sometimes i would actually look at the scenery because in world of warcraft they put a lot of time into designing everything and the music is beautiful in some of the like forest areas and so I have specific memories where I can visually remember looking at the screen and seeing the hot as fuck night elf walking slowly through the wooden area and like being so serene and calm and confident, you know? And so in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to embody that. I'm going to try to walk and carry myself the way that the character did. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to look around the way I do in a video game. So in World of Warcraft, I played a, I usually played male characters. Mm-hmm. I'm not against male or female characters. Like with uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can play, the main character is called Eivor, and you could play as a male Eivor or a female Eivor. Mm-hmm. And I played female Eivor. And in uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you could play either Alexios or Cassandra because mm-hmm. they were brother and sister. Uh, and I played Cassandra. So I'm not against playing like the female. But in World of Warcraft, for some reason, like I just like the the male models a little better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did initially, I did have an undead warlock, but then that uh, expansion came out that introduced the blood elves. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'm going to try out the blood elves. So I just deleted that one, started a blood elf warlock. And originally it was male and I just couldn't stand the lab. I couldn't stand like <laughs> a lot of stuff about it. So I switched it over to female to see if that was like a better, cause I wanted to experience the yeah. race and that the race and area you know, at least. The dancing and, for the blood elves for the males was the Napoleon dynamite dance, but the one for the female blood elves was Britney Spears. Yeah. Well, but what I was saying is, um, so when I had, so when I was playing the female blood elf, uh-huh. I did what you were talking about. I slowed down. I walked to an area that was real beautiful and that lasted two seconds because I got attacked by a bear. PvP. No, oh, no. I got attacked by a bear. Oh dang! And it killed me because oh. I was in an. I was trying to explore areas that were kind of above my mm. thing. I could usually run away from the danger as an adventurer does. Sure, and well, because like especially because you can flee from fights, you can like try to yes, run away. But you also get more X, XP if you're exploring the areas mm-hmm. that are a little bit higher than you. So that's what I was doing. I was trying to max my. XP, but yeah, no, the two seconds I ever did where I just slowed down and like looked around in World of Warcraft, I got attacked by a bear. So in in your mind, you're like, well, that was short lived. I will never do that again. Yeah. I will slow down (laughs) in areas. Like even if there's no bears in this area, 
I, no, there could be a bear that attacks. I'm not, I could do it. But I will tell you that in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I did slow down and would check things out mm-hmm. uh, because you had um, initially it took place in, in England. And then the expansion that just came out not too long ago takes you to Ireland. <gasps> so, yeah. What? Yeah. So when I was over in Ireland, I was like checking things out and. Oh. You know, uh, four years ago today is when my mom and I came back from Ireland. Yeah. I miss it so much. I miss it so much. That's on my list of things to go and see. But anyway. You so- know what? Actually, in the vein of main character energy, I was thinking about it. And every time that I have the idea of an adventure, I always have the idea of I need somebody to share it with. Because I've done a lot of things by myself. And I always get this like low-key loneliness where I want to share it with other people. And then... I think that's normal because we're social creatures. Well, yes, but that has then translated to, well, I don't do anything because people's schedules don't line up or people don't have the same interests that I do. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just putting off a lot of, well, maybe someday I'll find somebody to do this with me. And I think the best thing that I can do is to stop using that as an excuse to not chase things that I want to do because if I put myself in that environment I'll find people in that environment that do have that in common and we can share that with people that actually care about it but I gotta have main character energy for that so when you're talking main character versus NPC the if you take that concept and you apply it just to life in general theoretically we're all the main character. So anybody external to us would be an NPC. Mm -hmm. So how do you have the main character energy versus the NPC energy? Well, first I want to clarify that I personally do switch between the two. I don't naturally exist in one or the other because like I said at work, I ask the same questions to every single person I talk to. Right. Every single person I talk to. And with that, when I'm at work, I'm totally an NPC, autopilot, the grind, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. we all have that phase of, like, I'm just here doing the same thing I've done every day because I can do this job in my sleep kind of thing. So, like, I think we all naturally kind of float into NPC mode depending on what environment it is and, like, what we're doing. Now, main character energy is the one that requires way more effort because if you think about it, again, we'll use World of Warcraft take a pvp server everyone is experiencing where we are all the main character this game is designed for us we're just doing whatever we feel like doing Mm -hmm. right so as you're going about your quests you don't care what this random person running across your screen thinks about your armor you're just putting on armor because you're like oh my god this is so cool or this gives me an extra stat oh my god that's so dope so you're more concerned about what you're doing and how it affects your abilities your time your energy etc not some random person that just happens to be sharing the same server as you okay i can see that but in life we give those random people way too much access to our energy and our like mental thoughts when it comes to things like that i can definitely see where in times in my life where i was now looking back at it that because I was spending so much of my time trying to help whoever I was with achieve their goals. I was trying to make them happy, try to get them what they were wanting to make happy. And I was putting my own needs on the back burner. Mm -hmm. That very much made me an NPC. 
Yeah, where you were just going through the motions, just doing the same thing every day, not no real change. Yeah. And so it takes guts to do it. And at first it is really uncomfortable because if you're used to always living in autopilot and always having the same routine structure, safety zone, comfort zone, whatever, then it's going to feel very strange and foreign to do anything outside of that. But how often have we done things that we like we're scared of at first and ended up loving doing by the time we were done with it. Sure. So I think everyone personally should try to embrace the main character energy more because realistically, again, the PVP server, we're all experiencing the fact that we have access to the same server. Sure. But the experience we have is purely based off of how we interact with it. Now to be the main character in life doesn't necessarily mean you have to be arrogant and cruel. No. And uh, mean to people. It, it just means that you can, that you're you're taking the steps to make yourself happy. You're not putting your needs on the back burner. Yeah. So for me, so an example of that for me was learning to play guitar was something that I had wanted to do for years. Mm-hmm. And I would, there were times that I would just start to, to do it. And then the person I was with would complain about it. You know, oh, it's interfering with us spending time together or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would put it off. And after my last divorce, which was another one of those situations where, uh, well, there's a whole lot behind it, but basically I wasn't learning guitar because mm-hmm. the whole, her whole purpose for buying the guitar wasn't so I could play guitar. It was so she could appear like, like an awesome wife to people, other people. Right to feed her narcissism. So when I did it, I decided that, no, I'm going to take guitar lessons. Yeah. I'm not going, this is just a thing. If someone's going to date me, they're going to have to realize that I have guitar lessons. I'm going to go to, yeah. that's not going to change. Uh, we're not going to rearrange around that schedule. It's always on the thing. Uh, I mean, I can, I can cancel, but, I mean, what's the, why would I pay for it? More importantly, though, it's a but, it's a goal you have for yourself that other people aren't going to interrupt. Exactly. And then there's also practice. So there is going to be times when I'm not going to be spending time with you or whatever because I'm practicing guitar. So in that case, I'm taking the main thing because instead of, oh, I can't play guitar, like, no, and then I'm putting the skill points in the guitar skill. Mm-hmm. That is a main character thing, using your video game analogy. Yeah. Because you're choosing what you're going to be good at. Prioritizing yourself and what your interests are. Not, right. And it's all, like I, I made this, I make TikToks all the time that I've lost track of it, but I did make a reference once that when you play a video game, I'll use, no, I shouldn't because I'm not very familiar with it. Uh, the Fortnite, maybe. But there's like an online game you can play where there's a, whole myriad of characters you can choose from and each one has like height weight special skills special stats disabilities i don't know if that's a thing special abilities weaknesses those kind of things so when people are coming into this game they are coming into it being told these are your options that's just what you get to deal with and so people instead of picking a character and complaining about it the whole time, these people are putting their energy into learning, okay, well, how can I use this to my benefit? How can I make this into something that actually works f- like for me and towards my goals kind of thing? Right. So 
If we can look at a video game character and accept that this person can't be near water, but is also incredibly strong, so might be helpful in a mountain or something, like, naturally, we would not go put that character in water and then be like, you're so dumb. Why are you not able to do the thing? How could, like, what's going on? No, we're not putting it in the right environment. Right. So for, for ourselves, we have to look at, our stats, our weaknesses, our strengths, and and just accept them as any main playing like main character would, and figure out how to make that work for what you want out of the game. Right, that and what you were saying just reminded me of, and I don't know who initially said it, but it was talking about if you like ducks are really good at swimming, but they're not good at climbing trees. Okay, <laughs> so if you put a duck with a group of monkeys. Okay. And the duck can't climb the trees, can't swing from the branches. Okay. Then you end up being called stupid because you can't do the thing that it is. But if you took that duck and you took him to the water, the duck can swim. Now the duck can swim. Great. Didn't Albert Einstein make a reference about this with a goldfish? Um, yeah, I believe so. I don't want to commit to that cause I don't know for sure. But it's just basically like Same in the idea. right environment, you're gonna shine. And that's why I, that's that's why I brought up weeks ago, where I don't know if I said it on an episode or just in random conversation, but I I brought up like I wonder how intelligent animals would be if we stopped comparing them to the human intelligence, because that's exactly it. We're putting every animal in comparison to us and then calling them all less intelligent because they can't do as much as we can, but they have totally different strengths and weaknesses and stats and things like that. And it's funny because I, I see the way that sugar, my youngest and smallest cat communicates with Paul. And like, sometimes he'll be sitting out in the deck smoking and she has the specific system of how she'll like run up to the door, kind of rear up on her hind legs and then, paw at it three times and then sits down and waits and that's like her way of telling paul that she would like to be let outside he opens the door she comes back out that's exactly how she communicates she wants to come back inside and so it's like there's no audible exchange there in any way it's not like they have sat down and discussed an optimal communication system they just took the time to figure out like okay well this is how i can communicate that's how you can communicate okay cool we got this and then figured it out right Right. so that's the same thing with with main character energy is that you are just acknowledging where you're at what your resources are and then working with them to have your best experience that serves you because in the end Sure, you can spend your life being helpful and doing things for other people, but it's you that will be on your own deathbed and you will be dying alone. Yeah, even if you're surrounded by people, you're yeah. still going to die you will alone. Be, you're the one going you into... You would be the one experiencing that. Sure. <laughs> so so like, if, at this point, when you're laying on your deathbed or wherever you are, I, I, I want to look back and I want to say to myself, like, I am satisfied with how I lived my life. I... I am grateful for the decisions that I made. I don't want to sit there and think to myself, wow, I gave all these strangers all this power over me and it literally never fucking mattered. Right. So if there's, if a listener is like an NPC mode in their life, what do you suggest they do to, to become more main character focused? Well, first off, it's identifying 
where like if it's something that you don't want to be in npc because npc something about it about being able to operate on autopilot is comforting when you don't have to think you don't have to worry you can just get stuff done i totally get that For some it, people it, right. it does serve a purpose i have days like that 100 percent. now if you want to break through what i did is i noticed that it was my job that was making me feel that way and it was bleeding into the rest of my life because my job stifling so much of who i am made me just so low energy that when I came home, I didn't have energy to do anything. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, okay, well, I need to find a new job then. Well, COVID. So I was like, I can't find a new job. So what can I change? What do I have control over right now? And that's when I started with changing how I got dressed in the morning. Because before I used to put things on and then worry about does this lay the right way? Does this fit the right way? Do these patterns go together okay? Are my colors clashing? Like I I worried about what other people would think because I don't know anything about fashion. Like at all. So even if I replicate an outfit that I have seen verbatim on the internet, my body type is usually different. And so I'm like, does it look the same on me as it does on other people? And I'm just stressing. All the time, right? Right. And so when I got up, I was like, okay, I am living in NPC mode at work and I don't have any control over that. So what can I control now? Well, I can control the way that I feel about my body and about myself. Okay, what do I do about that? Well, I'm much kinder to myself, like mentally speaking, but my body issues, I kept having all this insecurity. So I thought to myself, I'm going to dress to feel good. So when I go into my closet, I'm like, what do I want to wear on my shoulders? What do I feel like having on the top? Because sometimes I would like long sleeves. Sometimes I want long sleeves, but a crop top. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I want something flowy or something tight. You know, like depending on what my sensory needs are for the day, where I'm going, what I'm doing, you know, et cetera. Textures. Sometimes I want something fluffy or something more like rigid. Sometimes a leather jacket. So I ask myself, what do I physically feel like existing in today? And I get dressed. I look at it. And there's always a moment of, like, I catch myself asking, does this look okay? And then I override it. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if anyone else thinks it looks okay because I feel comfortable. And that's all I fucking care about. And then I go about my day. And every single time, I get compliments. Because Every single time. Well, that's because you're comfortable yeah. in your skin at that moment. And I'm just and feeling you good. you have that I, confidence. I don't have the stress weighing me down that people usually do. You know, I'm just walking through the store, living my best life. Yeah, and I think that shows and people react to that, certainly. But if you're NPC and you don't want to be an NPC and you're listening and you're thinking, well, that's going to be difficult. And like I get where you're talking about like, choosing the the clothing that may not always be an option. Well, like the, the, for example, the advice was to figure out what you can control today. Okay. What can you do differently right now? So like for today, for example, we have our podcast and then I'm going to go to work and I'm going to have whatever scripts I have to say there, et cetera, et cetera. So what I did today to, have main character energy was I, I chose the specific dress that I'm wearing. I have this whole outfit planned in mind and everything. I'm going to ride my scooter to work because that is me living my best life. I love riding it around. <laughs> um, but 
Most importantly, though, I've given myself permission to just do whatever I feel like doing and not holding it against myself. And that has been the biggest change because it's what can I change right now? Honestly, not much, but I can change the way that I feel about things mentally and the way that I like think about things. You know what? I'm going to take what you're talking about in in that thing. And I think that how I'm going to, like I've already started doing the main character energy, obviously by saying, okay, this is my, I'm leveling up my guitar playing skill. Yeah. I'm leveling up my book writing skill. Yeah. I'm leveling up my podcast skill. You've been doing a lot. Um, You've been grinding. I have, I have been grinding for sure. I'm, I'm grinding for rep because I need that <laughs> one really hard to get peace so I can continue raiding this life. Right. And no, um, but instead of like feeling like an NPC, like when I'm going to go to order coffee, I think how I'm going to approach it is that like I'm the main character and I have a quest to go get coffee. So I'm going to go to coffee. Yeah. And my favorite place to go to coffee. I know you said you've worked for Starbucks and I always feel a little bad because it's I like. I don't like coffee at all. Like I, I don't care about coffee at all. Well, there's a part of me that's saying a little guilty because you work for Starbucks and eh. I should support the business that you're working for. Eh. But honestly, I feel like Starbucks is like not very good coffee. Yeah. And right. I love Dutch Brothers. I probably shouldn't say that. So, I might get fired. But then again, I don't really care. And there's also another reason that I like Dutch Brothers that I am not going to put on this podcast. Yeah. But so if you're an NPC, if you, if you, I no. If you have NPC energy, you want main character energy, but it seems really daunting. So what would be the first, what would you suggest would be the first thing that you could do to start Well, uh, getting the main person, main character energy? If you're a physical list person, this, it might be better to write it down to kind of give you something to think of over time. I personally do all of my mental note keeping like on my notepad on my phone mm-hmm. so like you can write it down keep it on your phone keep it in your head i have way too much going on in my mind to just keep it all up there and not forget a lot so what i did was essentially ask myself if i didn't have rules or expectations because right now like i said i'm 28 but i'm also a mom i'm a supervisor at my job so like there's expectations as far as like how i'm supposed to act how i'm supposed to talk to people how i present myself etc cetera, etc cetera. right and so i asked myself what would my life look like what would i look like and be doing and what how would i be behaving if i didn't care about any of that if, if none of that was a consequence to me to have to worry about. If I was able to just walk around like I do in World of Warcraft on a non-PVP server and I can literally just fuck off into the woods, I can attack bears, I can dance in the middle of the stream like Britney Spears if I want. Like, I can literally do anything in that game. Right, the but world, you're not going to... is mine. You're not going to do that in the real world, though. Why wouldn't I? You're going to dance with bears. I did not say dance with bears. I said dance in the middle of a stream like Britney Spears. Okay. I'm not going to fight a bear in real life. No. But the the point still stands. In real life, what would I do if I did not have the limitations that I believe it does, but it had the same freedom that a video game would? Got you. So, so on your list, you've written down the fight a bear and dance in the river and stuff, right? Essentially, yes. Okay. So, like, now, at first, that list is going to be ridiculous because it has stuff like fight a bear. Obviously, I'm not really going to do that. But the point that this 
exercise serves is that making this list and getting the ridiculous stuff out of the way first helps to get the brain flowing of like, well, I will dress however I want. My hair can look however I want. Piercings can look however I want. Tattoos can look however I want. I can do anything that I want. And at that point, when I started thinking about this, that's when I thought to myself, like, hey, maybe I should get a second job because I only work part time and I do need more paycheck. But I wanted I specifically was like, if I did not have to worry about capitalism, what would that ideal job be? And the answer was I would want it to be like quiet or quieter than my current one something creative, something where I could be helpful to other people, and something where I wasn't in charge. I ended up getting this job at a ceramic painting place like a week later, and I have left work recharged because I'm going in, they play lo-fi all day, and I'm literally helping people paint. So I am living my best life main character energy, because I thought to myself, if I didn't have to worry about all these rules and all of society's expectations, because you know how we have to monetize anything that we find joy, because if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But anything creative, air quote, isn't a legitimate career. If you do the thing you love, you'll never have a job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought to myself, like, I want to be creative. I want other things. And then I found this job that genuinely makes me happy. But before, when I was operating out of fear and I was worried about how am I going to make ends meet, I have to get jobs that pay me the most money. I've never been happy with any of them. Any job I've ever gone after specifically because of, like, I need the most amount of money has never been a job I've actually enjoyed doing. But... As long as I was like, okay, this is the expectation. I have to have a good job. I have to have a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. When I had those rules, I was living in NPC energy constantly, and I was very unhappy. I feel you on that. And now that I'm like, I've acknowledged that my day job, I'm going to call it my day job, uh, with my coffee chain, it stresses me the fuck out, but... The fact that I'm making moves outside of that, where I'm actively feeling better about myself, I'm actively feeling recharged because I'm flexing those creative muscles again, I am getting like genuine creative energy like flowing, I'm feeling so much better that it's, a, it's easier to deal with the NPC energy that I have to have at a job that I can't let go of. You know, I feel like there's a way to do that NPC thing while, and turn that into a main uh, that, that's how it energy. started for me. So, you know, listen, because you're, you're in the uh, the coffee thing, right? And you're like, okay, here's uh, how are you doing today? How What can I get you? Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing over and over. And yeah. that seemed very NPC. But what if you flip that script? And instead of thinking about how that's just you're an NPC that all these people are taking the quest from, you could flip that and say, okay, your quest is to sell a hundred coffees and <laughs> Ooh, when you're that's that like thinking of it like that might make sales jobs easier for me too i hate sales jobs i do too because i i cannot sell something i do not 100 percent believe in me too but anyway so and then that interaction is just your dialogue tree that's the dialogue that was coded in mm-hmm. and you may have a few different right things so like your dialogue tree would instead of just having how can I help you today? It might be, how can I help you today? 
how are you doing today? What the fuck do you want? And then you can <laughs> choose one of those, right? Yeah. And then depending on what you choose, we'll open up further dialogue and other actions. Yeah. So like, just, what the fuck do you want? They open up the action of char- getting fired. So like using your main character energy to personalize your NPC experience. Yeah. I love that. Life hack. That's right? awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, so as far That's as. That's going to change so many things for me. Wow. I'm already, like, I'm already thinking about how I can implement this at work. Wow. So, and then, so what you're saying is like, okay, so. Applying to what you were saying about the list and whatever. So I go through and let's say that my list, I have fighting bears. Actually, it would never be fight a bear. It'd you know what? We getting can turned that. into an obituary by a bear. We can use that as an example, though, because it's ridiculous. So we'll never actually do it. But here is how that is perfect. Because as it stands right now, my current ability to fight a bear is zero. If I go anywhere into the woods by myself, I'm probably going to die. I mean, not really, but like. Into the actual wilderness, probably. Now, if I were to encounter a bear, I'm confident that right now, while I'm calm, I do have the information on how to handle that situation. But I am not confident in how my flight or fight response will kick in. And so I'm not 100% confident I would handle that reaction that well in the moment. That being said, though, that tells me what I need to change to achieve main character energy. Because that means, one, I need to do a lot more learning and studying on how to be safe in the wilderness. I need to do way more learning and studying on how to deal with bears, much less how to kill one. So that right there tells you, okay, for me to get to that goal, which in this case is fighting and killing a bear, I need to work on these personal things for me to be able to actually do that. So it lays it out for you right there. Like, okay, how do I get from A to B? So you're basically taking a thing that you want to do and just breaking it down to smaller steps. Exactly. And that that's literally like main character energy. It sounds so intimidating because we have famous people. So we're like, that's main character energy. It doesn't have to be though, because literally main character is just the perspective in which you're experiencing the video game. Well, the way you so, can look at the celebrities is that they're, it's main character energy, but they have put a lot of their points into charisma. Yeah, Exactly. They used their stats and strengths and weaknesses to the best of their ability and look at where they are. If they, like, for example, Beyonce is an amazing singer. What if she's a terrible teacher and thought that her life's purpose was to be like a fifth grade teacher? And then she does it and is miserable. Well, no wonder, because her her freaking purpose is singing on stage in front of millions of people, but she's in some random ass town hating her job every day because that that's be- what she expects that that's a more sensible career. That's a more like stable and reliable thing to put your energy into main character. Main characters don't give a fuck. So when you put it like that, that's almost like your parents, almost not all parents, but a lot of parents almost by default because they want, they want the best for their kids. They actually give their kids NPC energy. So using Beyonce is your example. So she was, she, she sang, she loved to sing, singing made her happy. She would sing at church, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the real Beyonce, but the Beyonce in this yeah. example. I don't know anything either. She's and, just really famous and well known. Right. <laughs> but like growing up, that's what made her happy. She wanted to grow up to be a singer. But meanwhile, they're like, singing ain't going to pay the bills, honey. You need to get a, 
you need to get a plan that's going to make you money and be able to pay bills. So, you know, and then Beyonce just like, well, what can I do? I guess I can be an become a teacher, be a teacher or an accountant. Right. Yeah. And that's why I hate capitalism so much. I will say that one, one of those things. Well, yeah, but because the capitalist system requires is ba- workers. your worth in it is just, based on your output. What you, what money you make, mm-hmm. what value you bring to the table. And it really does not leave a lot of room for just pursuing uh, things that would be edifying to the soul. Yeah. And uh, and that's why I'm saying, like, main character energy sounds intimidating because we have all these, like, drastic examples. And I can't appreciate that. But realistically, it's just the perspective in which you're making your decisions. And, like, when I'm thinking about how I got dressed. Now, I can't speak for men, but for females particularly the industry is very hard on us for how we look and nothing is ever good enough, you know? So there's always that inner narrative in the back of your mind of like, do I look fat in this? Is someone going to say that I look fat in this? Like, is someone not going to say anything and I'm just going to walk around looking stupid all day? Like there's like that inner monologue constantly of self-doubt that was taught to us because, well, what are other people going to think? You got to act and present and like be a certain way and you got to blend in and be agreeable. So we all get blended into that NPC energy. But realistically, if we just think to ourselves, if I didn't have that rule infringed on me, what would I do? If I didn't care what society thought about how I looked. Well, I really want to address to what you were just saying, because yes, women do get those messages thrown at them. But they're not the only ones. Yeah. No, men I, get them I know too. men do too. Men, but I would say that if you put it on a scale of one to 10, like I would say that women get the message like 10, like 10 being the worst, yeah. one being the lightest. Men and are like men seven are probably or eight. like, yeah, probably about a seven or eight. Yeah. Because you do have examples of men who are older that still have careers, they're still getting lead parts. Yeah. And, and I'm using Hollywood as an example because it's an easy one. Whereas women get older and suddenly the parts for older women start to, you know, interesting parts start mm-hmm. to kind of dry up and it turns into being the mother, the, the grandmother. The typecasted, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it is definitely, I think, worse for women. But men see, like, we don't see. But again, it still applies, though. Like, I, I was just bringing it up speaking from personal experience because I don't, right. I have only ever experienced what it's like to be female. But. When it comes to getting ready in the morning, men can do it too. If you're thinking to yourself, because there's always that monologue of what are other guys going to think of me? Because I know with toxic, toxic masculinity, there's a lot of what if people think that I'm gay and then what if it's wrong for them? That's what the fear is. It's where what if I'm misunderstood and then I get in trouble for it? Is basically what it comes down to. Like every person I've talked to, they're like, well, it, it's not that I have a problem with being gay. I just don't want people to think that because then people might react badly. Someone might. I think that you see that a lot less in the younger generation, like your generation and below, because that's kind of, it's been a little bit more normalized. I'm not saying that that's well, yeah, still but not there. I was, I was talking about like pre, like b- before now, like growing up, that was kind of the narrative. Oh, that yeah. I always, if I, always I saw. wanted to. I, well, actually, I did paint my fingernails, you know, for no other reason than, like, I just wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. And I didn't get a chance to get it all washed off, and I went to school. With and then was somebody an asshole about it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, see? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're getting ready for the day and you think to yourself, what would I, what would I do? How would I look if I didn't care what other people would say or what they would do or how they would react? Because realistically, in your life, they are an NPC. You can walk away. You can punch them and walk away. You can well. do, you, you can, there's consequences for everything, but you can do whatever you want. Sure. That's Absolutely. a that's a lesson you taught me very young in childhood that you can do whatever you want. There's just a consequence to every action. Yeah. The consequence might be unfavorable, in which case that's a risk that you're taking, but the point still stands. If I wanted to, I could punch somebody in the throat. I don't because it does not serve my higher objective and I don't want to deal with the drama. Right. But I physically have the capability, right? So yeah. then at that point, if I stopped giving these people this power, I stopped caring about what these people have to say, what would I look like? What would I do? Well, and I you think know? another way to look at it is if you do the thing that you're wanting to do that makes you happy, if somebody gives you shit for it, those aren't your people. Yeah. Well, not only that, but I, I got this. <laughs> I started doing this at work and I might... Get in trouble. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't put anything on this that you aren't willing no, I to. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. I stand by by these instances. I stand by it 100%. If my manager asks me about it, I will tell her about it. I really hope I don't get fired, but you know what? If it happens, it happens. So because I work in customer service, I have to deal with a lot of rude just assholes all the time. And normally the customer service way is to just have a smile on your face and just take it and just give the customer what they want and then they go away, right? Well, I don't like that. So uh, yesterday this gentleman came in and he ordered something that when he asked for extra cream, it was a grand total of $1.40 of his like $10 order. And he was like, what's that extra charge for? I was like, well, you asked for extra cream. You have to pay that little extra for the extra cream. I said it much nicer than I just summarized it. Sure. But he was like, oh, no, 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 no. My wife is an ex-manager from Starbucks, and she told me that I shouldn't have to pay for it if I say it like this. And then was like, arguing with me? And I had an extremely bad mental health day yesterday, so I, I looked him dead in the face, and I went, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. I don't have the energy to argue with you about this today. So I'm going to take that charge off for you, but you are still wrong. Have a good day. And then he went, waited for me to hand him his stuff. I personally made his thing so that none of my other burgesses had to deal with his shit. And then I set it down on the counter. He came up. He apologized to me. He had he had a couple minutes to sit down and think about it. And he came up and he's like, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to make such a big deal and throw such a fit over extra cream. I just didn't understand. And now I get the policy. And like I like the fact that I gave him the reality check of I'm not a fucking robot and I'm a human that does not need to be yelled at over something that has nothing to do with me. I right. just work here. And it called him on his shit. And this is somebody who regularly comes in and is like an asshole to everyone. And so in that day, I like I, I was kind of angry about it because I was like, this is like this is the dumbest thing to argue with me about. But then I was like, you know what? It is the dumbest thing to argue about. So as I'm making his drinks, I'm working on letting it go and like just processing that anger, like just being done with it. And then he came up and had that apology. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, because you were being a dick for no fucking reason. So now, 
as my main pl- my main character energy, I'm honest with people like that. I'm just like, I, I don't have the energy to deal with this, but here's the information that you need. And then people have been called on their shit enough that they're learning, and I'm so happy. Okay, so I want to say that it's totally not acceptable to treat people like crap, regardless of what they're doing in their jobs, okay? But I do want to throw a an alternate viewpoint, the devil's advocate, I guess. So that person coming in, like he comes in and then he's a dick in the morning and you look at it and you can say, Oh, he's just being a dick over having to pay for extra cream. Okay. But what you don't see is that maybe when he gets up in the morning, his wife is just nagging the crap out of him. They get into arguments. He's not happy or maybe, maybe they're fine, but he's going to go to some job that he absolutely hates. It's drudgery. He'd rather be anywhere but there. But, and he's made the decision. He can make the decision to get out of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, anybody who wants to make that point, absolutely, that's true. Okay, but I'm just saying that when you see people that are, uh, you know, getting mad, or whatever, you don't know what's going on in their life that could be causing that. Yeah, but that's not my responsibility. No, it's not, and they should handle it better. Like I know for me, because that that exact perspective still stands. Though they don't know what I'm going through, they don't know what I had to deal with that day. They don't know all the things that I've had to face that day, and they're still choosing to take their shit out on me. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. So like it, it goes both ways. The thing that I learned over the years is because there's times like I am dealing with a situation that's just it's aggravating me. Maybe it's something I've been trying to fix. And it's constant phone calls to the company, like trying to get it taken care of. So I call in. And when I was younger, I would just, I would unleash on the person on the other line, you know, because they're, they're the face of the company. They're who you can yell at for the thing. Mm-hmm. And then I realized one day that, wait a minute, I wouldn't want to be talked to like that. They're just a front end worker. Mm-hmm. They don't have any control over the policies. They don't, they don't have the, the control over the decision on whether to allow free extra shots or charge for them. And then when those, when that uh, epiphany hit me after that, I changed things. Like I would get somebody and I'd let them know, like, look, I've been dealing with this for a while. I'm super frustrated and super upset. I don't mean to take it out on you. It is not your fault. And the thing that I started finding was the interactions that I was having uh, would not usually end to my benefit because I'm, I'm yelling at this poor person, mm-hmm. right? They got nothing. It's like, that's not going to motivate them. And you can say the motivation should be to do their job. Yes, you should do your job. Don't just be like, oh, I don't like the way this person talked to me. I'm going <laughs> to do it. But when I started letting people know, just acknowledging that, look, I know this isn't your fault. And I'm sorry you have to deal with my being frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I'm frustrated, and that's, yeah. that's where we at. And Almost every time they've gone the extra mile. Because it's the emotional consideration of being like, I'm emotionally aware of my own situation to be able to communicate it to you so that you understand where I'm operating from. Right. Like that emotional awareness, not everybody has. Like that's True. what I, I wish more people had. But more people should develop that. Yeah. It's okay to be, to, to have your feelings, to be frustrated, to be angry or whatever. It's just not okay to to spew your crap yeah. all over them. 
Like own your stuff. Realize that the person you're talking to is not going to be the one who can take it all away and make it better, but they could at least, but if you're acknowledging that you're, you're establishing a human connection mm-hmm. at that point, I feel like you're talking human to human, not customer to customer rep. Yes. Okay. And when you're approaching it in it and in, in humanizing them, then, and you have that, I think people in general do want to help people. They do want to be good people. If you're having a bad day, they do want to try to make you feel better or whatever. So the person on that, that customer service rep, that barista, whatever, you have that interaction with them, you humanize them, and even though you're upset, like, look, I'm just sorry, I'm having a bad day, I started out, I'm running late for work, I don't mean to take it out on you. That person's going to be like, man, I totally get it, I understand it, and a lot of times, you know, most of the time, you'll probably just be met where your need is. Yeah. But sometimes, like, they may go above and beyond, and it may be something that not only meets what you're needing in that moment, but, you know, exceeds that. It makes you feel better about it. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, I would just say if you are looking to branch out your own main player character energy, just sit down and ask yourself, honestly, if you didn't care what other people thought at all. Not family, not friends, just if you were able to operate totally free and just do whatever you want, what would you look like? What would you do? What are the kind of things that that character would do? And then how do you get to those steps? Let me know. Leave it in comments. Let me know on Twitter. I totally support all the growth. Absolutely. I'm here for it too. So with that, uh, thank you for listening to Tricky Fish and we hope you have a good week. All right. Have a week. Bye. This has been another episode of Tricky Fish. If you enjoyed what you heard and want more of it, you can follow us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Please leave us a review as that really helps us out. You can find us at trickyfishpodcast.com as well as on Twitter at trickyfishpod.com.